Welcome to You're Totally Awesome, a podcast devoted to catching up with some of the amazing people around us and seeing what they've been up to lately. I'm Aaron, and we're coming at you live from Brown University, and today we have our first ever guest, um, sports fan extraordinaire, and very big, and a member of Brown's sketch comedy group, Out of Bounds, and good friend, Adam Weinrib. Mm-hmm. Adam, thanks for joining us today. Not a problem. Always down to go do talking. and <laughs> You're good at that. You're good uh, at that. I'm always doing talking. I, people enjoy it, I'm going to be honest. I people hope enjoy that it. Would be, that's what I want. <laughs> so you came in here after a out-of-bounds rehearsal. I, I yes, I did. Um, I, I woke up this morning and I went and shot a music video. Um, that's for beautiful. Out-of-bounds. So you've been on camera pretty much all day. Yeah, it's been. A, this is going to be six straight hours. I, yeah, I was not even supposed to be in this music video and I just that's the, fantastic. put myself in the background of every shot. <laughs> That's what like, I would have done. People were like, this sucks. I was like, eh, I like it. Um, so when is the Out of Bounds show coming up? It is March 10th in uh, Upper <laughs> Solomon. Guys. In Upper Solomon this time, because I know I know y'all are used to us being in Big Bill at 117. Whatever happened with the uh, the whole alcohol the policy that, uh, that happened there? Um, well, there is no alcohol at our shows. Um, unfortunately, we have GHM officers at the door now. There will be no That's sneaking alcohol No as well. sneaking in alcohol. None of that? Um, unless you can, well, no. No sneaking in <laughs> alcohol. None of that. We'll you guys know yet. how things work. But no sneaking in alcohol there. GHM officer is going to take it away. Um, we are temporarily not a group. Um, we were suspended for a couple weeks. We avoided the non-academic judicial. Uh, we didn't have to do that. That would win. Would have been a real pockmark on my records Excellent. for no reason. <laughs> for a sketch comedy group, that's now gone. But they're Excellent. cracking down on the alcohol. We can still have shit. They're gonna be mad fun. Now those though, this one's in Solomon. No one's gonna have to get kicked out. It's gonna be huge. It's gonna be huge. huge. Everyone come. March Solo Madness is the name of the show. That is great. Um, tell us a little bit about Out of Bounds and how you kind of got into that. A little bit about Out of Bounds. Well, um, I did a little bit of sketch comedy in high school, um, but not too much, and uh, wasn't too good. That's a lot. Mainly, That's a lot. We did, uh, I was in an improv troupe in high school, That's actually. Awesome. We were, we were good. Throughout an academy of we, comedic arts. Maybe not, he, no. He was great as well. I was okay. <laughs> um, but we did improv, and we also sometimes would do SNL sketches, which is... So you would copy them? Yeah. Okay. Once you get to the professional That's world, great. that doesn't fly. <laughs> no. fly quite so well. You gotta make up your own stuff. Um, you gotta actually write sketches. So when I was a freshman, I decided I wanted to try out for Out of Bounds, and I did not make it. It didn't make it. Um, they took six people wow. more of me, which is a remarkably, about failing, a remarkably yeah. high number. I remember when I, <laughs> I went to callbacks and I was like, okay, I didn't know how great I did or whatever. And then I went to see the list of people, the posted list of people who were accepted, and I saw it was like a giant list. It was like six people. I was like, fuck, yeah, I was definitely top <laughs> <I'm> six. <laughs> and then I was not top oh, that's, six. That's a wonderful feeling. I'm it was assuming. a really kick, kick in the face. It's but. kind of probably what Michael Jordan felt like. I'm assuming. Is it okay to compare you to Michael Jordan? Are oh, you the, the Michael Jordan? I'm trying to do that. Can yeah. I, I was also that? cut by uh, the guy who cut me had Alzheimer's disease. That's terrible. I'm, uh, he didn't. I don't want to hear that. He didn't. I don't want to hear that. He didn't. The okay. Michael Jordan guy did, though, right? Yes. I, that's I, what I believe I that's true. The sports fan extraordinaire, guys. Sorry, I know weird shit. things. You're going to have to Google all the sports right Which is great. Yeah, go for that. Go, go ahead and Google. <laughs> um, but, yeah, so I was really... That's like... I needed that, though, because like coming out of high school, I was like... I'm the funniest. <laughs> like copying SNL skits. Yeah. written. I, <laughs> I took I took one summer, two summers at Second City in New York, okay. um, and I wrote a little bit there, but it was like that was the only comedy I'd ever actually written. So you did you consider yourself a writer or more of a performer? I consider myself an improv okay. comedian and a perf- and like a I did musicals and stuff in high school too. Got it, got it. Um, but I tried sketches and I was like, well, these sketches are not very good. 
So I guess I'm going to do improv and just see if that can land me Got it. something, I guess. Got it. Um, but, like, after I didn't get into Out of Bounds, I used that, like, next year. It was, like, a really perfect motivating factor because I needed to be kicked in the face. Like, Much I, like Michael Jordan again. Michael, Michael Jordan needed to be kicked in the face. <laughs> Michael, if you're listening. <laughs> Michael Jordan, kicked in the face, Michael Jordan. We're doing you all a favor. Michael Jordan, there I'm putting go. this on your Facebook wall. I'm going to kick you in the face. Get ready Charlotte for Bobcats. A Nike shot. to the head, Michael Jordan. Nah, I don't wear Nike because that's your <laughs> brand of shoes. This I wear perfect. I wear stripe. I don't know what these are. Uh, some Asics, I believe. I believe <laughs> these are Asics? Yeah, mom bought these. That's great. I Moms you, are mom. great shoppers. Um, I love you too, Mom. So, where were about? we going here? Um, so, I, I, like, I need her out, like, exactly how I was going to write, and, like, just, like, watch the shows and learn how, like, real-world sketch comedy works and, like, figure out how I could fit in. And when I auditioned my sophomore year, like, incredibly excited, just, like, really want to take advantage of the opportunity. And I... Frankly, I killed it. Yeah, that's right. Audition. That's right. But um, again, much. I kind of thought I was gonna get in that sophomore year because I really liked my audition. Though I was pretty excited after the second callback ended, and then they took three of us, and one of them was me, and um, it was an incredible feeling. I don't know if I've ever been as happy as when they told me. Well, what's great is you didn't give up there. I mean, that's, I know that's pretty great because I, I there are probably tons of people who didn't make it and then yeah, kind of gave up. Everyone, the everyone but three. Exactly. But I mean. Why why comedy, though? Like, why did you keep trying at this even though you got shut down the first time? Why comedy? Um, well, I mean, it's kind of been my dream. Um, my favorite thing growing up, of all things, um, I mean, baseball, obviously. Yeah, you're a big um, sports fan. Again, huge, Adam, sports fan. Huge sports fan. But uh, my favorite two things growing up were baseball and Saturday Night Live. Um, and I figured out pretty early on I wasn't going to be a professional baseball player. But you got the build. You got I, the build. I do. Show me your fat face. <laughs> you want to... <laughs> Show a little fat face. <laughs> on camera, this is just what happens. Sometimes I tip my head back. Let's be honest. Doesn't Honestly, everyone... this is probably going to look like every other shot we have. And people are going to be like, is he doing anything different? <laughs> Perfect. It's fat face. That's just we'll your, great. That's your face. Well, um, that's kind of what Kurt Schilling looks like and some of the other you know, baseball players. Let's <laughs> be honest. Chilling. You could have been a baseball player. I could have been Kurt Schilling. I could have been a staunch <laughs> Republican and then that created my own fantasy video games. <laughs> um, but SNL was always my dream. I just didn't. It just looks like so much fun. I don't think there's anything else in the world that looks as fun as being on Saturday Night Live does. Like, you've got celebrities popping in it, you get to make fun of them, you get to do your own characters. Like, you get moments of glory and you get to step back and watch your cast members. Um, and they're just, they're just smiling all the time. And, You're making um, me reevaluate my uh, my career choice. Oh, it just, You're the worst. Uh, I, I truly <laughs> I was suck. so happy. Yes, I truly you, suck. Yes, you do. Um, that, no, the way you sell that, that that's the definition. People say, like, go for your passion. Yeah. That sounds like what, it, what you're emanating here. Yeah. Starting in fourth grade, I used to do impressions. That's when I started. What was your fourth grade go-to impression? My first was Regis. Okay, hit us with a little Regis. Because he, uh, he was on Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. That's right. That was fourth grade prime time. So right it was there. fourth grade prime time. So okay, I always used to, my friends and I, when my friends would come over, I'd make them record tapes. Tapes with me, like comedy tapes. Why would anyone go hang out with you? I had a couple <laughs> friends who were pretty into it. A couple, too. perfect. A couple were really good. A couple, it took a lot of goading, and then they like wouldn't really do it. Okay. Um, but I used to do a little Regis, and then that was like. It's, Does it's, that make me Kelly? Yeah, I guess, side? technically. Okay, um, but then I, I gave up Regis pretty quickly. I don't do Regis anymore. Okay. But at the time, that was like one of the few voices I could. Accurately, accurately portray in fourth grade. And they obviously, none of these voices sounded like anyone, because. No fourth grader sounds like a human male. This so is they were true. all pre-puberty and everything. Pre-puberty, they're obviously all the worst. So whenever you pulled out Regis, what would people say? 
Ugh, I don't think people like it. <laughs> I couldn't even tell. So mostly it was your grandma and your grandma. Oh, yeah. It's like my parents. And just like, confidence. I used to just riff on Regis when we were watching Who Wants to Be a Millionaire. I was just like... I still do that. Not on him, specifically, but in the pauses, I just make make up jokes. Like I love it. Well, this is why stuff. I love hanging out with Adam, because yeah. he whips out the best impressions whenever uh, I'm hanging out. I'm throwing you... I'm, I'm tooting your horn a little bit, Adam. I'm a big fan. I'm a big fan. Thank you for tooting my So you did impressions initially in yeah. fourth grade, and that just kind of developed into more and more comedy growing up? Yeah, for sure. Um, I, didn't, I didn't start doing improv until seventh grade. We had a program... Um, I don't know if... I don't know who... Kno- I never know who knows this program or not. Um, but it's something called Destination Imagination. Okay. It's the same thing as Odyssey of the Mind, if anyone These did, are great names. If anyone did By that, the way, it's, <laughs> these are great they're names. Both, they're both wonderful programs for children, and yeah. I think they're run in the same motto. I don't want to promote one or the other, but our school had Destination Imagination. Okay. Um, and it was like this creative problem-solving thing where they would give you like a problem, quote-unquote. It would just be like, you have to either do an eight-minute skit or a six-minute improv centered around these constraints. Interesting. So the skit people would have months and months and months to, like, build scenery and stuff like that. Okay. And the improv people would just practice and practice and practice improv. Like, you had 30 minutes before you went on stage. That's so cool. To, like, pick a couple things out of a hat and, like, make newspaper costumes and stuff like that. And, uh... What was the crowd of this? Because I know a lot of uh, theater people like doing improv as well. Yeah. But were they were there a lot of comics as well in that in Well, that No. Okay. Not for sure. Um, this was like a, I don't know, this was just a really popular thing in my middle school. And I don't know if it, I don't know how world, I don't know how the world works. <laughs> I, it's, it's hard for me to figure out if people did this other than me, but I mean, they definitely did. It was real popular in our middle school. There were regional, state, and global competitions. Wow. And uh, in seventh grade, I had an incredible team of friends okay. that did it with me. Um, and they carried you, I'm assuming. <laughs> I was you so, I was just farting in the corner. And perfect like, in the fat phase. No, we were an incredible... Well, I was a fat kid, though. At that point, it wasn't a fat phase. It was probably just seven years. <laughs> it was Fat Adam. I was, if that we're was Fat Adam, we could, we could attach a picture. <laughs> we will. That'll be the cover of our certainly, blog post. It's certainly fat. Um, <laughs> but it was me and my close friend, Brian, um, who's doing like music now. He's okay. a musician. He's a great dude. Um, but it was us two were the seventh graders. And uh, two eighth grade girls. Um, one of them went to Brown. Yeah, okay. Lauren Cromick. Did she do comedy as well, or no, she theater? Did any... She did theater. She did theater in okay. high school with me. So um, did you grow up in, like, theater central? Like, theater town? Um, yeah. Really? I guess. A um, lot of people from your town went on to do theater, and... I don't know. Like, yeah, I don't know how many of them are doing it, but doing they, it, they but enjoy. at the time, there were a... Yeah, we had a lot of arts going on. Um, we, we had a big debate, sports versus arts, in our high school, because they were, like... They funded the sports significantly, and they didn't fund the arts. And so right. we had, like, all these independent, like, parent pack, or, right. like, super pack arts committees. <laughs> That's great. Like, Those exist. We had a lot of... That's a thing. We, it was mainly, like, buy air conditioning for the freaking auditorium. Wait, so the, you're a sports guy, and yeah. you're an arts guy. Where, yeah. where did you... How did you straddle that? Um, it was kind of difficult. Um, I played baseball in high school, yeah. for those who don't know. Um... <laughs> no one knows, <laughs> for those who don't know. I, yeah, um, I would not have assumed. Yeah, yeah, I mean, I played all through high school. I obviously was not professional quality. Um, I was a bench player in high you school. You just didn't want enough, let's be honest. It's true. Maybe who if you wanted had more? cut, and, uh, you had to go again. If I had ever been cut. Well, I played, actually, again. I played ninth grade, which is the year that you're in high school. Yeah, I, I remember this. I played JV, no, that's not the word I'm looking for. Varsity? I played Modified. The middle school what sports. Is the middle school sports. <laughs> so you must have dominated middle school. Uh, we did. Um, it, was an, it was an awful thing where there were too many kids, and there wasn't. There were too many kids for varsity, 
and not enough to also make a JV team. That's funny. So they put two kids on varsity, two Wait, freshmen. Again, you grew up in theater town. There can't be many people playing playing baseball, no, right? No, no, no. Which begs the question: Why did they fund the the sports then? I don't know. I mean, by the time I was in high school, our football team was finding it. Like our football team went to a state championship. That's impressive. Um, the year after I graduated. But they were, like, finding their footing at the time. A lot of kids were playing football. Okay. Baseball was not an event. Nobody came to the baseball games. Got it. Um, but when I was playing baseball in a, in senior year of high school, I was playing baseball and also doing West Side Story at the same time. And uh, <laughs> Did you ever forget that to change out of costumes never. between the two? No. Yeah, I wouldn't. I would have made that mistake. I didn't do that. I don't think anyone would have. There would have been some hazing. A little I'm bit. Guessing. A little bit. Um, but yeah, our coach was like real not on board with it. He was like, you got to commit to one. I was wow. like, no, I don't. <laughs> like, I can do both. I don't start for you. <laughs> like, So there's a lot of that. Okay. Like, a lot of uh, going. But he, the coach hated coach hated plays and things like that. Really? My friend who uh, did cello and is now playing cello at Vanderbilt and is, wants to be a cellist. Like, he can play baseball. The coach was like, get off the baseball team. Wow. Play too much Chetla. Wow. Okay, yeah. at least we don't have that at Brown. I mean, we don't like we don't like sports as much as Brown, I understand this. No. But we don't force kids to, uh, again, if this is being sent to admissions, yeah. we don't send kids on sports to quit their theater. We don't. Players. We don't tell any athletes to quit the Chetla. No. That's, yeah, that's an accurate And statement. if you're out there, 100%. Coach Coach Mark Duncan, look at me now. Fat face, what else? Give me now. Fat I have face. a fat face. And I can, like, this is like my open letter to Michael Jordan. I just start, every five minutes, we'll just book it, and I'm going to start pointing right at the camera and yelling at a man it. or woman. Charlotte sucks, Michael Coach Jordan. Mark Duncan. Coach Mark Duncan, you are the worst man. I hope you uh, watch this. And, uh, and dreams are being made. My Mr. teammate, Duncan. Coach Mark Duncan, my, tre- my teammate, he broke his wrist. And he couldn't play, and you screamed at him, and while he was on the bench, he took a lineup card and drew a picture of you shoving a bat. I really your, hope you know how to use technology. I really hope you are watching this right now. Wow, okay. It was a That's secret great. it was a secret picture at the back of our scorecard for, no for all of senior year. No longer. I believe Coach Duncan is no longer our coach. It sounds team. like he should have been fired. He should it have sounds been fired. that way. Okay, we're deviating a bit, but it sounds like this was your path to comedy then. And yeah. and so we've talked about the past a little bit and mm-hmm. now um, future aspects. Here. Yeah. Do, you, do you want to pursue comedy? Is that something that you want to do after you Yeah, I absolutely do. Um, I am also <laughs> an avid sports writer and a sports fan. Um, so I think my first job, well, I mean, I'm working uh, at a sports documentary company. That's awesome. Uh, Which one? Summer. Triple Threat okay. at Stanford, Connecticut. That's awesome. Um, so I'm, I would like to have a sports job to try to move up the sports ranks, but I'm going to be living in New York and writing Ideal comedy. For, for Aspiring comic. Right? Writing comedy starting in September. Okay. Um, so, again, writing. Writing and, and hopefully performing. Okay. But I guess you get your foot in the door as a writer. Okay. Probably. Okay. So the dream is still to be a performer. I mean, yes. I would... I mean, I haven't given it up yet. I would kill to be on Saturday Night Live. I would. And I know that's obviously incredibly hard to do. Like, I'm not going into this saying, like... This what? is my audition, right? Right now? Right now. But you. <laughs> are you born? Yeah. But I I still love Saturday Night Live. doesn't matter. Like, it doesn't matter who's on, what's going on. Well, I, I'll watch every the week. process there. Is it, is it um, you're a writer for a while, and then, I, I, excuse my ignorance, to, yeah. to comedy in, in Saturday Night Live, but mm-hmm. so you're a writer, and then you upgrade, I guess, to that, the, the that, status. That can part. happen. Um, also, they're just like, every year, I think, they're like open auditions, but not open like, yeah. invite-only large audition pools, okay. and then they take who they like okay. out of the 
New York and Chicago right. and LA scenes, and right. they t- they fly them to New York, and they audition. and they give you a real strict audition, That's like the really top cool. ten people, and then they'll probably pick one or two okay. per season to okay. be on the show. So if you if you perform at the UCB and you perform at some of these other yeah. clubs on at night, obviously, yeah. Maybe network your way in. Is that a thing? I, yeah, I think that's exactly how it works. Okay. Um, okay. I think you just perform as much as you can in New York. Got it. Um, you Got do it. UCB shows. You, you know, you perform with your friends at bars. You like reserve the space. You write sketches. Cool. But like, clearly, sketches are what I like to do. Yeah. Like, I think I'm a sketch comedian. As I do most of the improv you did when you were. Yeah, I used to love improv. I do stand up now too, but I feel much more comfortable writing sketches and letting characters, you know, letting characters shine through instead of just. Getting up there and spouting one-liners, which is like fine, but it's it's hard. It's right. harder for me to do that than to just write sketches. So when you when you say you enjoy writing sketches, do you mm-hmm. enjoy? Do you envision oftentimes envision yourself as the performer of the sketches, or is it more you enjoy writing the sketches as a as a scene in itself with tons of characters? I love writing ensemble sketches. I will say that those are some of my favorite sketches to write. Um, often when I do write character sketches, it will be based off of me and what I can personally do. Okay. Um, just because that's how it is now. Um, but when we were... I took a UCB class over the summer, and they made it so that you were never allowed to read your own sketch. You had to pass it out to the room and let the room interpret it. That's and that is pretty enlightening, because it's it's a much smarter way to write. Like, you shouldn't write for yourself I, all the I time. I have to ask, did you ever just know you were going to pass to someone you hated and wrote, like, the worst sketch of all time? Was there anyone who's ever written the worst sketch? Well, no, I'm just saying, like, <laughs> you knew you were handing off your sketch to someone else. Who was who you just going didn't like. to crush it in a bad way? <laughs> yeah. No. Maybe. Maybe. We'll, maybe. Leave, we'll leave that, we'll leave that to Maybe. We'll leave Certainly that to never an out-of-bouncer. Everyone in out-of-bounds is incredible. That's what, that's what I understand. Again, the out-of-bounds shows are unbelievable. I have to... The last shows I've gone to have just been I mean, bomb. I'm not joking when I say that everyone in out-of-bounds um, is an outrageously talented performer and writer, and they should all think about becoming professional. Have you guys ever talked about continuing? I, I'm, I know there are quite a few seniors. Yeah. Um, have you guys talked about continuing after graduation? Uh, for sure. Yeah. And my friend, uh, Zach, and my friend, Jamie. Yeah. Are, are they going to be in New York, too? Two people in bounds that are, I believe, planning to be in New York. Um, and I think we're trying to get an apartment together. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone's renting, I at least talked to, talk to Zach about that, Jamie, and maybe he did talk to you about that. <laughs> I think I'm in. Surprise! I think I'm in your apartment. Your That's apartment great! Pool. I think I'm in that. Um. Okay. But yeah, I think we're all, I think at least us three are trying, uh, and a couple That's people awesome. who are younger than us are yeah. going to try to do that too. Well, it just sounds like you're you're carrying on your, what seems to be the theme of your, your life, almost, of the sports yeah. track and the comedy track. Yeah. And you're going to be writing for a documentary, you're going to be writing for them. Um, yeah, like planning it out. Okay. Plotting shots. Okay. Things like that. No editing, no video editing and stuff like that. It's weird that that is like your your nine-to-five job, whereas, you know, a lot of people think of sports as, like, their dream job, but that's, yeah. like, your job, and then your dream job is kind of the comedy you're going to be doing at night. Mm-hmm. That's so, that's kind of living the dream, right? Uh, if, I In mean, many ways. if this works out, yeah, this is exactly living okay. my dream. That's Hold awesome. Me. That's awesome. Um, you just want to see how far you can take it. You know, you don't know until yeah. you try. How, how do your parents feel about this? I think my parents love it. I think my mom loves watching me do stuff on stage. I don't think she has a problem with this. Have they ever been out to an out-of-bound show? Oh, for sure. They're coming to the next one, too. That's awesome. March 10th. Mar- March 10th. If you guys want to hang out with my parents, no they alcohol. will be there. No alcohol. <laughs> Everyone's my mom Mr. will be Mr. blending <laughs> mojitos out of the back of our car. You can Afterwards. Afterwards. You can post-game with Elaine Bucky Mini. Is that a thing? That's it's post-game. Oh, people will surely be drinking after this event. But would it be a... 
Or is Out of Bounds like a pregame to the to the party? I tell you what, we're considering throwing an after party okay. after this show, which is See, something we've never yeah, done before. Yeah. Where would that be held? Um, I think we're talking Blueies right now. Great, <laughs> come, yeah, 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 that's yeah it. y'all figure, we'll figure it out. It might be on Friday because the Saturday is gala. Oh, that's right, that's right. That's but I uh, will like an after party pre party. Cool, 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 cool. Hmm? Well, awesome, Adam. It's again, it's awesome to to learn about your life a little bit and. I just, I'm astounded that you're going to be able to do both things that you love next year, yeah. um, even after leaving Brown, so yeah. it, only, it seems to only get better for you. I hope. I mean, there's been no, I can't, this is so sappy, I'm going to probably start crying. He's going to start crying. But you. You. I'm going to cry at you. <laughs> you. Coach Duncan. Um, but I can't imagine, like, a more perfect, like, fostering environment than what Brown's been. Like, the audience at Out of Bound shows is unbelievable. They're just the warmest. Like, they pack it in. They want to see you succeed. They yell for you. Like, the audience and the atmosphere at Out of Bounds shows is what made me, like, what solidified in my head that I want to be a professional comedian, for sure. That's And I want to be on television. Like, once again, I'm spouting lofty goals that are, like... You gotta dream big. Incredibly hard. You gotta dream big. And you know who else dreamed big? Hmm. Michael Jordan. Michael Jordan. He dreamed big. And he was the best there ever was. That, he got cut from his... And league. one of the worst baseball players That's ever true. Was. This is true. Terrible this is baseball. True. Probably worse than Adam. Certainly not. <laughs> Certainly, <laughs> yes. Probably better than me. Eh, debatable. Debatable. Thanks again for, for coming on and joining us here. Everyone come out to uh, Out of Bounds performance one again, Adam? March 10th, 8 o'clock, Saturday, uh, Upper Solomon. The DiCiccio Family Auditorium. That's um, correctly. You guys are gonna wild. You guys are gonna wild. Check out the DiCiccio Family Auditorium. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Adam. No problem.